during these weird times, we need anything to help us try and feel better about ourselves and our lives. And what helps you feel good? Laughter. Where can you find laughter? At Healing Comedy Club every Thursday for the new at new material night and once a month on a Friday for the pro night. So, whether you're an audience, if you're an audience member, please go on to Eventbrite, search Healing Comedy and book your ticket. And if you're an act, a comedian, please go on to opencomedy.co.uk to book your spot. Healing Comedy. Comedy to make you feel good. Guys, today's guest is Lorraine Hoodless, who is a comedian, writer, and just all-round lovely person. So yeah, please welcome Lorraine Hoodless. So, that's the best way to be. That's the best way to live your forties, though, isn't it? Just, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't yeah. know. So you're I'm not 40, sure. So you're you're in your forties now, and this is is this, seriously this is like the first time that you felt this way, like you know, sick my bottle since. No, no, no. Since being forty. Maybe, yeah. It's been a long time <laughs> since I felt this bad. Like, yeah, a long, long, do? long. What did you do? What's that? What, what did, did I you do? do? Like last night? Nothing. I was just around at um, one of my good old friends' houses, and um, we just had. I can't even say say it without feeling sick. We just had wine. Oh. oh. And. Um, right. I didn't have enough to eat yesterday and I didn't have enough water. So that was my issue. And I know better. I should know better, Nathan. <laughs> I should know better. But I've got my book. I took loads of notes. Yeah. For the film. You know what I'm like? Yeah. I took a few as well. Um, Good. Yeah. How, so how have you like been recently since we last spoke? Yeah. Good. Like it's been weird, hasn't it? Like mm. I hate to say it, but um, I've not I've not hated lockdown. Um, it's hard, and it's been hard for a lot of people. And you know, it's it's horrible um, in a lot of ways, and um, it's been tough in a lot of ways as well. Um, but I've enjoyed the reprieve from life. Um, yeah. the way life was mm. um, but yeah lots of things have happened as well like um, uh, we're in the process of buying a house holy me and the shit. fella holy I shit know. I know it's really exciting and um, it's not in London whereabouts is it? it's in the Wirral the Wirral oh shit opposite Liverpool that's the posh bit of Liverpool, isn't it? <laughs> Natch. Natch. Obviously. But, yeah. Why did you choose the uh, world of all places? That's where the fella's from. So uh-huh. his And then, um, yeah, we just, we saw a house and then um, fell in love with it. Mm. Um, I think it's fair to say. And, uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely bonkers. But, um, yeah, yeah. 
it will be amazing. Hmm. Um, and, I'm, and I'm guessing it's, it's a shitload cheaper than the, the same house yeah. price. The, the same house you would get. We're getting a we're getting a house for the same price as my two bedroom flat. Holy shit! Holy and I'm not I'm not kidding you on. And it's a beautiful house. We'll have you around. We'll have you around, Nathan. Nice. We'll have a big big comedy party yes. at some point. Well, a, well, a nice big garden gig as things have been, well, those are looking like the main thing at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, I did my first one on Friday. How did um, it go? Oh, it was, it felt like being home, Nathan. <laughs> it, it felt like, and I'm actually home home now. I'm with my uh, parents. I'm in my parents' house. So essentially, I've regressed to being a teenager, like <laughs> sick with drink and what have you. Absolutely embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it felt as good as being home at my mum and dad. It was amazing. And I felt confident. I felt, I, I wondered if I'd be a bit nervous, but when I got there and I saw the people and just like taking the mic, just amazing. Ah, so that's what, um, I was ask, that's what I was going to ask you next, because I've seen a few of them where it is, you're literally shouting into the, into the abyss, because there's no microphone, no speakers or anything. So uh, it's good that they actually had a microphone. Who organised this one? Uh, um, it's, it's one in um, the Berrylands, so Elaine Blackmore, if anybody's okay. interested, she runs a really lovely night. Um, it's, not, it's not pro or anything, but... Um, uh, yeah, it's it, the pub are good to where they really support what they're trying to do, and she's invested in it. Her and her husband have invested in, mm. you know, a night set up, um, and they buy a drink. Oh, a drink. Oh. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, uh, and it's it's lovely. It's well worth well worth looking at. Mm. Um. But yeah, really excited to be performing again and. Um, yeah, try out a few new things as well, some old stuff, and um, yeah, get get back to it. But I, I, I seriously think that we're going to go backwards before we go forwards. Um, I don't. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to end up with some more lockdown. Um, Another what, a lockdown part two? Do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Mm. I think people have been taking the mick a little, um, and I think that's that's. It's inevitable. I think just with the rises in uh, different parts of the country, mm. it just has to be one person, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm a mum and dad, but you know, we're we're still kind of like keeping our, you know, you still keeping our distance. A bit, you I, know. I I have a feeling that if they're going to do if they're going to do another lockdown, it's going to be in little pockets. If that makes sense, like they're doing less stuff. So yeah. if spiking like somewhere else they'll lock that place down and then keep the rest of the country going yeah. because at the end of the day their main priority is to keep the economy going and they can't do that again if we go into a second lockdown if we go into a complete shutdown they won't be able to do that so yeah you're right, you're right nathan um and yeah like you know if the local lockdowns work is mm. what i'd say mm. um but i don't know i feel like there is a bit of a Ah, there is a bit of what I've seen is some entitlement. Mm. Um, you know, people thinking that they are 
they're above it and they can do what they want. I actually had a really horrible experience. Um, I was talking about this last night to my pals. Um, a really horrible experience in a lift. Um, and these two women got in the lift and started, um, like, and I kind of went like that, just, just went like that. And the woman, she was a younger woman, Oh, God. And she essentially started, she said something under her breath and I cannot let it lie. So I was like, excuse me, what did you say? And she started laying into me really like verbally and I just gave it as good as I got. Good for you. Um, and she was there without, she was there, she had her mask on, but it was like down by her thing, you know what I mean? Right. She's like, I don't have the de- disease you're going to die before me. Look at you. You're so old. This is what she was saying. And I was like, what are you talking about? Um, and then, yeah, it was really quite scary. And, then, you know, we were in a lift as well. Uh, but, yeah, and her, her mother was there, and she was laying into me as well. Anyway, she left, and she started saying, I'm going to scratch your eyes out, uh, obviously, as I was walking away. Yeah, because so, she wouldn't do it. When you're yeah, actually there. I know. So I walked back up to her and I said, what did you just say? Yeah. And she was petrified. <laughs> what, did the mom say? what did the mom say when she, when she said that to you? She was just, she was just chiming in. Um, and what really, really surprised me is she, she said something around, I was born here. And I was like, are you kidding me on? <laughs> like, are you? I was born here too. You're an asshole. Like that's the issue. It's not about anything to do with that. Like where was this? Honestly, in London was this in Scotland? Yeah, it was in central London. Um, we were in a shop in central London, and you know all my stuff and what have you. And, uh-huh. Oh. You know, it just makes you, it just makes you think you're disrespecting me. No, I'm not. I don't have the disease. You're gonna die before me because you're old. Look at you, you're so old. And all honestly, Nathan, the thing that bugged me the most about it was that she called me old. I'm like, Oh you're like, I know you're I'm not, older. But you're I'm not older, old. but you're not old. I know, what a cow. I'm just, uh, I just can't get over the fact that the mother did nothing. No, the mum was chiming in. She was having a go as well. I can't really remember what she was saying. I was just focusing on the young person. But I just kind of thought, you are going to be in such trouble as an adult, like, that that's your response Mm. to someone being a little bit freaked out with you invading their space. You know what I mean? Like... I didn't, I wasn't meaning nasty things against her. I was just like, I hadn't been out much. No, of course not. And I was like, oh, that's a bit, what, what I was thinking internally was, oh, that's a bit close. Yeah. Not, I hate you and, uh, you know, all these other things that she'd projected oh, onto me. Yeah. Anyway, it was very old. It made me feel very strange. Mm. But well, yeah. she... In some way, she's projecting whatever her anxieties and her fears were onto you. Yeah. The mother. 
Probably. But probably. that doesn't make it okay or acceptable. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. But, um, you know, I could have had her, so it's fine. You, know? <laughs> you could have taken her. Oh, I know. could have. I'm an angry Scottish woman, Nathan, so. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So, I wouldn't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a violent <laughs> person. I'm not a lover, not a fighter, but. Um, but then again, but yeah. sometimes you have to fight, unfortunately. I don't think you have to fight. I think sometimes you have to fight back. Yeah, that's what I mean. But words are better. Mm, That's right. Because words hurt more. Mm. Yeah, we know that because you call me old. (laughs) So what do you think the future of comedy is now that we've got these garden gigs going on? I don't know. It's a really good question, Nathan. And to be honest with you, um, I've, I've started to diversify a little. Um, I, I just think, I don't think comedy's dead at all. Like, I think people want and need to laugh. Like, from the enthusiasm of, of that one gig that I went to, um, people are dying to experience, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing again. Mm. Um, but in saying that, if you are a promoter, um, you're going to put on the surefire hits. You're going to put on people that will sell out gigs. You're going to mm. put on um, people higher up the tree than me. Put it that way. That is, yeah. I kind of, I do. Yeah. I get that because the the priority at the moment is to get the industry sort of going again. And yeah. Maybe that there needs to be a bit of money flowing, and then once that's sort of happened in some areas, then the opens the open the open mic acts and stuff. Things I think about the open mic acts. Yeah. What you, what you were saying was really interesting. Say that say that again. So you were so talking about you. Were, so you were saying that comedy and something along the lines of that comedy is developing in some way. Yeah, I think um, certainly when lockdown happened. I don't know about you, but I just felt frozen. I felt mm-hmm. really like, oh my God, I don't really know what what to do. And like, I've been going a couple of years, right? Mm. And I know like that I need the laughter or lack thereof um, to help me develop and to help me grow and understand what's funny and what's not, what timing works and blah, blah, blah. So in the prospect of having um, like an online gig where you don't hear very much laughter, I just thought that's kind of not going to be useful for me. Oh, there's my mum and I'm doing an interview. Do you want to meet my mum, Nathan? Yeah. Yeah, there's my, there's my mummy. Hi, mom. nice to meet Hi. you. <laughs> nice to meet you. What's happening in the comedy thing, is it? Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I am well. a I'm a disaster. Yeah, he is a lightweight. Comes up to Scotland, <laughs> couple of drinks, and she's puking everywhere. I know. I've, so heard. I've heard. Talking about naked and <laughs> oh, I didn't <laughs> tell him that. I didn't tell him that. Oh man! There right, I'll, I'll tell you the story. My my mum is actually dobbing me in. How embarrassing is that? So I got home. And clearly, I can't remember this. This is this is so bad, Nathan. 
and I can't believe this is going Can on. I keep this in or, or do you want me to edit this out? You can keep it in. Um, maybe edit out the puking bit. Yeah, um, that's going. <laughs> yeah, don't keep that in. People don't need to know that. So I got home and I got ready for bed or I got half ready for bed um, and it was the bottom half and I was uh, wandering about with my boobies out <laughs> uh, and then I got into the wrong bed. So I got into my little sister's bed who doesn't oh, live here yeah. anymore rather than my bed. So my mum said I came home. I came in and gave her a, a, a booby cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute disaster. Oh, an that's absolute hilarious. Disaster. That's you hilarious. You can edit that out if you want. Oh, it's ridiculous. That is it. Yeah, so what I was saying about the comedy thing is first couple of weeks I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and then all these online gigs started popping up, and I was like, Actually, I've been going two years. I'm not sure that I'll get what I need mm. from the kind of largely one way, no feedback mm. uh, on online game. And I was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to do that. So I started doing some online stuff. You did your cocktails, um, your cocktails thing. Yeah. Did you see any of it? I saw a little bit of it, yeah. Oh my god, it was such fun! Essentially, it was just me getting pissed. Yeah, well, so, yeah, it, it was great. It was really good fun. So I'd I'd write a few jokes, maybe some topical stuff, um, loosely, mm. without any pressure. So I didn't want to put any pressure on myself um, around that. But every week it got more and more elaborate. So like my Amazon bill is just. Hilarious! Like I got a disco light, I got uh, a smoke machine, um, I got uh, what else did I get? I got all this cocktail stuff. I got um, I got loads of different bottles of booze. Um, yeah, it was just mad. Loads of books and stuff on it. And um, yeah, it was brilliant. It, it was like relearning a skill because I used to do cocktail making when I was younger. I worked for a drinks company and sell, uh, sold drinks and stuff. So I knew a lot about cocktails already. So it was like refinding a love that I'd lost, as it were. Um, so that was awesome. And it, it gave us an excuse to get dressed up and put on a bit of lippy and um, during lockdown. But I stopped that because people started going out. Basically, um, and I thought, well, I was losing a bit of audience, and I just thought, well, you know, stuff it. I'll, I'll can it, keep it fresh, keep, keep it. it for the um, next, keep it for the next lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully not. Yeah. Um, so what's this? Yeah. What's the thing you're here to promote at the moment? The you're well, the right. You're well. You're doing a show, but you're getting suggestions. Yeah. From your, you're getting suggestions from people. Yeah, so basically I was meant to be doing my first solo show this week, uh, or starting this week. Did in, you have a venue and everything? Yeah, yeah I got a venue sorted. Was it um, I was up horse? there last. Was it Laughing What's horse? that? Was it Laughing Horse or PBH? Or? Uh, PBH, Free Fringe, 430, and it was right in the centre um, of it all. So 
gutted. I just hope that they offer me as good a spot next year. But yeah, and the show had a title, I had blurb, what have you. Um, I had the idea for the poster, everything. So yeah, lockdown, I was like, right, I'm definitely going to write this show. Didn't write anything. I've been writing bits and I've done a writing course and blah, blah, blah. I've done lots, but um, I wasn't specifically writing for the show. And I was like, right, I need to get my finger out. Because they say that if you are a proper comedian, you should write at least one show a year. That's what I've been told. So I'm like, right, I've got to write a show because I want to be a proper comedian. Who said that? I don't know. I can't even remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'll have to look it up. But um, I think it's you know. I think it it makes sense. You should yeah. be writing a. You should be writing at least an hour's worth of amazing material a year. I think that's a good aim. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. So I was like, okay, let's see what. Let's see if I can write the show. Um, and I came up with the idea of writing something every day. Uh, I wanted to get into the habit of writing every day because it's kind of a bit sporadic for me. Um, and this was a great way to make it public um, and to get feedback. And they talk about uh, building your tribe online and things like that. So. Um, so that's really what I wanted to do, like um, build more of an online presence as well. Because I've had great fun doing that. So each day for the first three weeks, during the week, Monday to Friday, I have a spreadsheet of ideas with numbers assigned to them. Do a kind of tombola, like a bingo ball, mm. um, and then draw out one of the two of the numbers, and then people get to vote online for what they want me to write about. So in the final week, I'm going to pull everything together and um, hopefully make a show, about 45-minute show, um, and record it and put it online. Nice. So that's the, that's the kind of aim, that's the goal. Um, and it's ambitious and it's crazy. And I've got some ideas that I don't want to write about. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm hoping that they don't get voted for and I've already made my first mistake so yesterday I had two options or ideas that came out of the um came out of the the draw as it were one was wearing heels and one was being proud and I made the mistake of looking online at lunchtime and going oh being proud is a, a runaway hit so I started writing on that by the end of the day, wearing heels was the most popular choice. So I'm kind of, yeah, stuffed myself there entirely. Um, so we've got two new options today um, and people are busy voting on them at the moment. And I will write tonight on um, what the public have chosen. So we'll, we'll see. Nice. Yeah. So where's it going to be? Is it going to be on Twitch? Is it going to be on Instagram Live? What's it going to be? Instagram. Um, is where the choices are set and um, also that goes over to Facebook as well so I've got voting happening on Facebook and on Instagram um, and I think what I'm going to do I haven't decided on the platform um, but I'd like to house it eventually on YouTube hmm. um, 
to build that channel as well. So I've got a YouTube channel and I barely use it and I don't have many subscribers. So I would like to kind of uh, build that as well. So it's about building building my online presence as building well as writing. Brand. Building the Lorraine Hoodness brand, that's what it is. Well, judging by uh, what we're doing at the moment, what I'm doing at the moment, how hungover I am, the brand is damaged <laughs> goods. It's very bad, bad damaged goods at the moment, but yeah. Well, Never every brand's allowed to have a little slump occasionally, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. So, anyway. That's great, that you're do- that's great that you're doing that. Like, the fact that you're taking, the bo- you're taking this whole online comedian thing by the balls is really quite, really quite commendable. Thank you. I'm, I'm just trying to do something that speaks to my, my soul and, and my needs, I guess, at the moment. And, um, you know, it is tough. It's really, how have you found it, Nathan? Have you been able to be creative? Or? Um, I have many, I, I've, I've been able to write and I can't speak too much about something that is potentially going to be happening very soon. But I've got my fingers in a few. I've got my fingers in a few pies. If that makes any sense whatsoever. So no sense. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I. It's really, yeah, It's going to be look. It's looking very very interesting right now. Hopefully, should wow. No lot. No further lockdown plans go ahead. Things should be looking quite. Some things should be looking quite well. Um, entertainment, well, comedy wise, anyway. But that's all dependent on what the government regulations are. Oh, I have learned a lot about online stuff. Mm. Um, and that's been interesting. Um, it does mainly feel like you're shouting into the void, though. I don't yeah. know about you. Um, I mean, you've been doing your podcast for a long time, haven't you, Nathan? Yeah, and that's been kind of how I've got my rocks off in inverted, co- in inverted commas instead of doing yeah. the whole Zoom online gig thing because at least in th- by doing this, I'm actually having a bit of a call and response. Where yeah, the Zoom exactly. with the Zoom gigs that I've seen, it's very very difficult to get that. Yeah. Uh huh. But hopefully, those will be a thing of the past soon as more of these garden gigs and what have you. And bandstand gigs start popping yeah. up a little bit more, and maybe even on indoor gigs. Should we be allowed to do it? That's been part one of my conversation with Lorraine Hoodless. As always, if you enjoyed the conversation, then please click on to part two. See you there.